You're listening to Mind to Muscle. My name's Chantal. And I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we are so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us from our previous episodes, or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you, thank you. We did it. (laughs) Oh my God, we tried recording that intro, I'm not kidding you, probably six times. And everybody thinks that we just have it pre-recorded. I know. Fun fact, we don't. Would be smart. Why don't we? We've we've thought about it. (laughs) And that's it. We've thought about it. That's as far as we've got. Also, just a forewarning, like, I don't know what's gotten into me. I'm just super giggly and we call it the sleepover giggles we've got the sleepover giggles but we had them in the last podcast too we did yeah yeah and i think i don't know we were trying to record that first part and i'm like i cannot do this like what's happening but we made it baby and Mm -hmm. we're on episode six crazy yep and just a little heads up for our next episode we're going to push it a week Mm -hmm. i believe so the next episode will be released in three weeks instead of two just because the two-week mark would actually land on christmas day so we're gonna take that time to be with our loved ones and our family and all that stuff and then we will be back the following week so january 1st i believe is which i mean like new year's day i feel like people are gonna be out of commission (laughs) on january 1st too so but like the nice thing is is like it will be there so listen whenever you can exactly and it'll be it'll give us so much time to edit the next one whereas if we were to upload for christmas day we'd be like spending christmas eve trying to get this podcast ready which it's a little love silly. The podcast but you've got babies like yeah we can't be doing that no it's a little silly so we're just gonna push it a week mm-hmm. and speaking of christmas i feel like we're gonna dive into the holidays and the holidays are so great and i'm gonna start off by saying chantelle and i both love the holidays so much yeah. but um Chantel has a little bit of a different perspective on it this year even though we both still love it so much and we feel like it might be important to touch on how the holidays can be difficult for some people and while it feels like it's like the happiest time of the year that's not always the case yeah and I feel like also it's it's hard for some people to feel like they need to be wrapped up in feeling really good and magical Mm -hmm. and joyful around this time of year Um, I'm definitely someone who's guilty of that I always feel like it is the most wonderful time of the year and especially with me having children it's like I'm the one who's responsible to provide that magic which I love doing but this year is like a lot different for us Mm -hmm. right so um yeah I'm on my own now with the boys and I'm, I'm living at my mom's. I don't even know right now we're what December 8th. And I don't even know what my Christmas is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm going to have them Christmas Eve going into Christmas morning. I don't know. So for me to sit here and be like, I'm so excited for Christmas, I would be lying. And I would be saying like, like, I, I can't, I can't say that I'm excited. I wish I could like snap my fingers and it would be over if I'm being quite honest. Um, but on the other half of me, I'm like, that's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. They're still little and they deserve as much love and magic all the time, but especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. So that that keeps me grounded. Yeah. You know? I feel like it is important, though, to talk about how like sometimes this time of year is like I don't have anything like that going on and I still am not in the Christmas spirit and I like I'm putting the pressure on myself like what else do I have to do to get myself in the Christmas spirit like so there are probably so many people that you're so right that's exactly it and I I, it slapped me in the face I think last year Mm -hmm. really okay well this year especially because I'm living it yeah um which is very different but last year it really hit me 
when multiple clients would sit in my chair and cry and break down. Oh my God. Yeah, because they would say, yeah, they're excited for Christmas, but they're so stressed because they don't know if they can afford it. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah, like they don't know if they can afford this. They don't know if they can afford that. And I remember taking a step back and I was with a client and I said to her, I'm like, hold on. Like society has Christmas way backwards oh yeah like this is not what it's about it should not be about like what am i getting this person what am i getting that person let me just get them something to get them something let me go in debt to give my kids a christmas no Mm -hmm. it's not about that like you should be just spreading the most amount of love you possibly can and like teaching them what christmas your kids anyways what christmas is really truly about and just like love each other yeah and make memories why does it have to be about that's so things? true as if like we not not necessarily we but like people are feeling stressed about christmas because they can't afford it like how did it get to that point well, and if you think of it too because you used to work in a salon with me so mm-hmm. you can remember these conversations like the second someone sits in your chair they say are you all ready for christmas what what do they mean by that they mean have you bought everything literally right and that is such a stressful question it is because i am not a planner at a time you know what have you done your christmas shopping right are you done are you ready (gasps) yeah no i'm not and now i feel like i need to be Mm -hmm. so like and not only people that are in my situation with um like separations or whatever the case may be there's people that are now experiencing christmas with their moms with their dads Mm -hmm. with ever like a loved one yeah and that's really crappy and that's really hard and that's you know, something we have to all remember that this isn't the most wonderful time of the year for everybody. Mm-hmm. It does a- spread a lot of joy outside of like the presents and everything because I was going to say, I feel like people are kinder to each other around Christmas, but like, are they? Because I feel like so many people get stressed out. And the second you step foot into a store, I know everyone's like going nuts. I know they're all it's, trying to. It's true. Yeah. And I had this conversation with someone not too long ago about um, we're trying to do a lot with the homeless, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I was talking to you about Mm -hmm. it, Meg. And I forget how it came up in conversation, but we were were just chatting about, like, our views on the homeless and how we feel. And I'm very much, always have been. I, I even remember, like, being a kid in my heartbreaking when I would see a homeless person. And there's so many different views on all of this, too, so... If I'm upsetting someone, I'm honestly not sorry about it. I was going to be like, I'm sorry, but no, because I'm so strongly firm in my opinion on this that like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your quote unquote decision was to get there. No one deserves to not have a home and no one deserves to sleep in this freezing cold. But speaking of this and relating it to Christmas is it seems like people only feel the need to give back to them during this time of year, right? Mm-hmm. So we were chatting about that, and it's like, okay, well, what could we do to give back to them now? It just so happens to be around Christmas time, but all year round. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're homeless in the summer, too. They're homeless in the spring. They're homeless in rainy days. Like, it's not just Christmas, yeah. you know? So it's just stuff like that. Like, here we are, like, very privileged, okay, that we can even spend time with our family members on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Not just stress about, like, take away the money. Take away, like, being stressed about buying your loved one's gifts. We're so lucky and blessed that we get to be with our loved yeah. ones. Like, we get to make plans around the holidays. There's people that don't even get to do that. And we get to sit down and have a massive Dinner. feast. Like, like, eat until we're literally sick and, like, about to fall asleep. Literally. Which- 
I love to do. I do. I love to do, but like, it's important to realize like there should be so much gratitude that comes with the holidays. Exactly. And I feel like it turns into like what you're saying, like it's really turned into a very big money thing. It is a money thing Mm -hmm. and a stressful thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do we change that? Mm -hmm. Like, I know it all starts with us and like, I think I'm going to really try to take advantage of like being on my own with the boys this year and going forward to like show them that, right? That Mm -hmm. it's okay if we're not getting multiple amounts of gifts under the trees. And I've never actually been one to do that with them anyways, but they're they're kids. So like, of course they love the presents. Of course they love opening gifts. And I'm not taking that away from them by any means, but it's like, what can we do to do traditions and remember things together? Yeah. And I think you should talk about your elf on the shelf because I think what you did was oh, so cute. Okay. I do want to quickly say though, before we go any further, that mm. the holidays is a very happy time of the year. Like yeah. I don't want to just make this podcast about like reconsider the holidays and like remember that it's not good for everybody. Like there is not a damn thing wrong with feeling so happy around the holidays. And like no, and that's what it should exactly yeah. that's what it should be. We should feel that way, but there's so many it, it's just like blown up into such a commercial thing. Like, yeah, I don't know, that, like a very like, commercial. yeah, a transactional, mm-hmm. like everyone's oh. missing the point. Yeah, exactly. And it's just getting very looked over and then all of a sudden it's done and then everyone's in debt and then everyone's freaking out because they're, you know, post Christmas blues and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, how can we come on here on our podcast and just whoever's listening, even if it's just a few people, Like, just switch the perspective a little bit. Like, we do in our everyday lives for everything. We switch our perspective. We switch the narrative. Let's try to do that around the holidays, too. Yeah. Right? Like, be freaking happy. Yeah. Be in the present. I think, like, grateful. Like, really recognize how, like you were saying, how much of a privilege it is to just be able to get together with your family. Mm Because not only are there homeless people, which is awful and it's sad, there's people that don't have a relationship with their family. Exactly. And if you're in the position to be able to spend the day with them or spend whatever it is, just like there can be gratitude around so many things around the holidays. It doesn't have to be about stressing about the money or I'm not going to get them this gift because I know they're not going to spend that much on me or whatever it is. Like it just, yeah, it gets a little bit skewed. But anyways, I want to go back to your elf on the shelf story because I love it. Okay. (laughs) We can talk about that. Um, So if anyone's parents out there or... I think everyone knows who Elf on the Shelf, like what Elf on the mm, Shelf mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Okay. So we have our Elf at our home for the past, mm, we've had him for maybe six or seven years or so. And his name is Robin. That long? Mm-hmm. That's how long Elf on the Shelf has been around for? Oh gosh, it's been around longer than I that, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Because Link's nine, so we've had him for a bit. Almost his whole life? Mm, yeah, I think he was like three when we got him that's maybe for easy okay keep going so we named he lincoln named him robin um and he is the magical little elf around christmas like we all love him i love him i love setting up elf on the shelf i'm like one of the odd ones out here every every parent out there usually complains about it and rolls their eyes and hates it i secretly love it um so this year is a little different i am living with my mom now so the boys are with me 50% of the time and they're at home with Rye 50% of the time. So Robin stays at home, of course. That's where Robin goes. And I was just like, I need to do something up at my mom's because when they're with me, they need an elf too. So I actually brought Robin with me 
for December 1st, I had the boys the morning of December 1st and we got a new elf and she's a girl and she just like, she's just this cute little thing with earrings and like whatever. <laughs> she has earrings. <laughs> so I wrote a letter. I, I write a letter every night, like call me crazy. I know, but, um, you probably love, well, first of all, you're huge into journaling. So yeah. I feel like for you to sit down and write is not And it's perfect. I, I give the boys tasks. Like, yeah. um, tell me a joke, tell me a funny Christmas joke and like do something kind today and come tell me about it. Like stuff like that. So see like a sorry side note, but there's so much of an opportunity in it for something like that. Like yeah. go off and do something kind today. Right. Yeah. Anyways. So it's going. super fun. And, um, so this specific letter, the first of December this year, I wanted it to just be explaining who this new elf was and the boys are still really in a confused state right now. Like it's only been like, <laughs> I'm like six counting months, on right? my hand, about almost six months. So it's still like new to them. It's still confusing and they're at an age where, you know, they have their ups and downs of course. And, um, so I did write a letter and I, uh, had Robin and the new elf together and the letter was from Robin and he was introducing his best friend from the North Pole. She doesn't have a name yet, but it's your job to name her just like you named me. Um, and he said, I understand, like I see you're going through a lot of changes right now at home and I understand they're really tricky and sometimes really sad and that's okay, but I'm hoping this new elf, my best friend, will bring you some magic at mom and grandpa's house. Um, so please name her. And I told her all about our journey together. And she's so excited to be a part of your life now. And they were so excited. Mm -hmm. Like, they were so excited. Lincoln is convinced it's Robin's girlfriend. <laughs> and um, Immediately, you sent me the video and he yeah. walked down. He's like... Hadn't even read the letter. He brought his girlfriend? Like, he was so quick. <laughs> He's so, like, and it's so great because I didn't know how Link would perceive the, perceive it this year. I was like, is he going to believe it or is he going to be like, what the heck is this? He's so into it. He loves it. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's it's special because I was like, I need to do something where I wanted to recognize that Robin knew what they were going through. Yeah, And it almost, like, gave them a little bit of, peace of mind like it was interesting how their their perspective shifted a little bit like yeah. Lincoln even asked my mom like ma if we're still here next year will snowflakes what they named her will snowflake be here still and my mom's like yeah of course like she's the elf that stays here and it was just super cute because he was like you could see his gears spinning right mm -hmm. like hmm, okay and yeah and I feel like it's probably just like so validating for them to like know that somebody else knows I don't know yeah you know what I mean yeah but um elf on the shelf is another thing it's incredible that you love it but that's like another uh thing that a lot of people stress about too yeah, like you were definitely. saying yeah I also think social media has a big part on that like I was talking to my sister-in-law about it because my brother and her don't they're going to be doing it soon their elf's coming late <laughs> because stuck in Emma, traffic yeah stuck in traffic because <laughs> Emma my niece she's seven she came over we had a birthday dinner for my brother and she like whispered to Snowflake like can you please send me an elf stop it right now <laughs> Emma know. you are getting an elf like how my, do you not have that like, listen like I don't care if you guys don't want to do it we're, she's got to get an elf so they got her one and um yeah, it's super, super, super sweet. So, but again, Vanessa, I was talking to my stepsister, stepsister, what? 
<laughs> soreness. What the heck happened there? My sister-in-law. And um, she was like, I just don't have time for it. I'm like, dude, I know. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. because she's looking at all these things on social media and people are like hanging them from chandeliers and throwing snow in the air and all these things. And I'm like, just don't even think about it. Just freaking move it. Yeah. Stick it over in the corner. Don't write a letter like I do. That's silly. Like, I even know it's silly. <laughs> but like, I don't know, stick it on their chair, put it on a, like, you know, and she's like, you know what? You're so right. And I'm like, exactly. Social media is such a freaking, ugh. The magic to them is just that the same way it is with Santa. Mm -hmm. Like Santa comes in the middle of the night and he is unheard, unseen. Like it's magical. Yeah. And just the fact that the elf moved to another spot in the house is like magic to them. And another thing I think is that's important to realize is the kids don't have social media. They're not looking at like all of these pictures and being like, why isn't my elf doing that? That's a good yeah, point. You know, like mm-hmm. you're putting that pressure on yourself. Yeah. And we all do it for everything. Mm-hmm. But and true. Kids don't have that. I'm kind of jealous of the kids nowadays that get elf on the shelf because like for us, it was like the, the magical day was Christmas. Oh, like yeah. Santa came Christmas Eve night and they get that every single day. That is every so cool. day. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I know. That's so fun. And does the elf bring like little gifts, like chocolates or anything so, like that? I think everyone's, everyone's different again. But for Robin, he usually brings them Christmas jammies the first night. Mm-hmm. Christmas jammies in a book. Um, we, he doesn't even need to do that, but it's just something cute that I've always done with the boys. And Logan is hilarious. Let me just say, okay. So me, being me, um, <laughs> last year I got them Christmas slippers. I brought them with their jammies, and Lo- and Logan's slippers were too small. Okay, fail. I was like, oh my gosh, Robin must not realize how much you've grown. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's me. <laughs> this year, I get him jammies. They're too small. No. <laughs> oh my goodness, what does he do? <clears throat> he cuts them. So. He cut his pants into shorts? Himself? No, I I helped him. He showed me how he wanted it, though. His pants are now shorts, and his T-shirt is a tank top. Oh, okay. (laughs) Logan is such a little fashionista, though. He He loves loves it. it. He He loves it. (laughs) We're literally just, like, saying the same thing at the same time. But he was more excited to, like, change the outfit, like, by cutting it than receiving it. I was like, oh, my gosh, Logan, you're hilarious. But yeah, so oh we made gosh. it work, baby. We just made it work. You should like have Snowflake cut something else. I don't know. Like, no. oh, I saw that you, but nothing that's going to make him upset. But maybe there, is there another pair of jammies that's too small? Oh, maybe. That Snowflake could just like cut up for him. And he's so cute. Yeah. I mean, no. he's so excited. So, oh I my love God. doing these little friggin' things. They're so fun. They're so fun to me. I totally get how it can be stressful though, because I feel like, like while I'm not doing it, while I don't have kids. Um, I should do it for Luke. <laughs> that would be so, so fun. It'd be if so I did fun. It for Luke. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's how much I love it. But I feel like, like it's truly the pressure you put on yourself mm-hmm. because me not being in it, it's so much easier for me to think of the ideas when I don't have the pressure to make them come to life. I know. So I feel like it's the stress of like needing to do it and knowing you have to. Yeah, I it's hard. And even last night, I went to bed quite late and I was washing my face, and I'm like. Deal. Oh, freaking snowflake. <laughs> no. Do you ever forget? I haven't this year, but I have in the past where um, I've like run downstairs and moved them and whatever. And this is, that's the benefit of not doing anything extravagant, right? Mm-hmm. But last night, I have to just share my little idea and then we can move on. But, no, um, I'm loving it. Logan has been 
working really hard on his spelling words this week, like really, really hard. And my mom made him up flashcards with all his um, words on them. So cute. So I was like, hmm, because I really wanted him like fired up for his spelling test today. So I got some construction paper and made mini flashcards, like really, really mini tiny oh ones. Oh my and God. I wrote all the words on them and I stuck them to Snowflake, like because the material of her outfit is like, that felt yeah, you know okay, so yeah. it was like sticking so I stuck the I wish I took a picture of it and I didn't um but I stuck the spelling words all over her and then I had like a pen there and then I made a mini spelling test and she like wrote a letter saying like Logan I was so excited for your spelling test today I was up all night practicing my Oh my god, that is so cute! <laughs> it was so Logan loved it. So did then, he? Yeah, he loved it. So then she made him his own mini spelling test. So he did it after breakfast today, and he like gave it to her. So cute! That's so friggin' adorable, isn't it? So cute! Like, oh, I love it. Having kids around that must be the best time to have kids. I know. Is when it Christmas is. Comes. That's exactly it. It totally is, and that's where like again back to this year being different. Like that's where I'm going back and forth. I'm like, this is the best ever but Mm -hmm. I'm also like I don't know what Christmas is going to look like right yeah so I'm like am I going to disappoint them or is it just going to be so sad for them or is it going to be fine like you know Mm -hmm. (sighs) so it's like but I'm really trying to enjoy as much as I can yeah like I'm trying and they're having a good time yeah so that's like another thing of mm-hmm. like, this is a pressure. I mean, it's a very valid pressure and that's so real. And like, of course you're feeling that way, but they believe in all of the magic. I like know. to them, this is just like the best freaking time of the year. And, and I think that's it too. Like, I just want them to have it. I want them to have this happy moment because yeah. it hasn't been happy lately. So it's mm-hmm. like, I just want them to have this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're an incredible mom. Like, you will make it so special. You're going to make it so special. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. There's no way that Christmas cannot be, (sighs) that they cannot have it, that special Mm -hmm. moment. Like, they will. They absolutely will. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's absolutely going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But this is so real. I think it's so good that we talk about this stuff because I'm sure there are so many other people out there Mm -hmm. thinking about this. Yeah. And going through this and wondering, like, how the heck am I going to... And, like, feeling alone, right? Yeah. Because, again, we do get wrapped up on everyone thinking, like, or feeling that is is the best time of year and this and that. And it's, like, it definitely is. It's great. It's magical. But it's also hard for a lot of people, too. hmm And when you're stuck in that situation, all you're seeing is the people that are doing it the best. Mm-hmm. And, like, having the best Christmas and doing the most for their kids and whatever it may be. Um, but that's why I think the traditions are so important is because... Like, I don't have any memory of any gifts I got as a child. Like, none of that stands out to me. I know. But I remember waking up so early in the morning and creeping downstairs and seeing all the presents and my mom making cinnamon buns every single Christmas morning, which she still does. I know. Which she still does. I'm 20, I'll be 27 this year on Christmas and she still does that every single morning. Like, it's to the point where, like, I want to go to my mom's house at 6 a.m. on Christmas morning. And I still do since moving out because like, it's just such a magical morning. And like, as we're adults now, obviously like the present situation isn't the same. It's not like the magical, oh, here's everything that Mm -hmm. Santa left for you. Another thing I want to talk about though, actually, Santa leaving you gifts Mm. is when I was growing up, 
the biggest gifts that I would get were from Santa. Okay. And I feel like there's been this movement lately, which I'm so down for, of like, you as the parent giving your child those things mm-hmm. and Santa giving the smaller gifts because like why should that come, come from Santa? He doesn't get yeah. the credit. But that's exactly <laughs> it. Like for yeah. me, it was like, oh, the big gifts came from Santa and then my parents would give us these these like not little gifts, but like the jammies yeah. or whatever it yeah. was. You know what I mean? I like don't remember. I don't remember like Santa gave me what or my parents gave me what, but but now there is a shift for sure. And I think a lot of it has to do with school. A lot of Really? It, mm-hmm. What do you mean? Because a lot of people don't want their kids going to school saying, Santa brought me an iPad. And then oh, another right. family who isn't so well off is like, what do you mean? Like Santa brought me a pair of socks or something. Because they literally think Santa can bring them anything. Exactly. But if Santa's bringing like so-and-so an iPad and then and then his best friend, like nothing, you know, mm-hmm. like a little chocolate bar. I don't want to say that's nothing, but you know what I mean there's some confusion there and it's like yeah. well why did santa does santa love you more or like whatever i don't yeah. know frig so yeah with all that being said let's i don't know i feel like we just came on here to just say like give give yourself some grace mm-hmm. like and just like bring a lot of gratitude into yeah. the holidays like be well, like we were saying we you focus so much on like what everybody else has and like feeling like you're not doing enough and it's really good to just be grateful um this is so off topic, but I have a friend whose dad passed away recently and I was mm-hmm. just with her a couple weekends ago. But like speaking of gratitude, did I say graceful before? No, you said Okay, sorry, I my think. brain is everywhere right it's now. Okay. Um, I was just with her and I was asking her, like we were talking about it because I was really close with her in high school. And as a result, I was really close with her dad because I was always over there. So it was like a really hard loss for a lot of people because she had a really big friend group and um obviously nowhere near as hard of a loss for her but she there's no I I feel bad saying she's handling it so good because like there's no expectation to handle something like that well like there's you handle it however the heck you want to handle it but she handles it with so much grace like she really has so much poise and like just is I don't know. She does such a remarkable job at like carrying herself through this. And I was asking her like, what do you do? Because we got really deep into talking about it when you have those moments of missing him. And I guess this can kind of be related to like, there's probably a lot of people who are going to experience firsts without somebody really special this Mm -hmm. year. Um, and she just said like, I just remember how, lucky I am to have everything that I have she's like when I get stuck in those head spaces or when I'm really missing him I just remember like I'm so lucky I got to say everything I needed to say to him before he Mm -hmm. left I'm so lucky that I'm driving in a car right now I'm so lucky that I'm driving home to a roof over my head and I'm like how are you real like how are you even yeah that's incredible so off topic but like it's just gratitude is something that you can rely on in literally any situation and I don't think it is off topic because I try to remind myself of that too because I keep being like I keep finding myself saying like oh it's the first Christmas it's going to be the hardest it's the first Christmas it's the hardest and I keep saying that and I'm like well yeah of course it is Mm -hmm. like it's a very big change it's going to be the hardest but it doesn't have to be terrible no and it won't be terrible it won't be it's daunting and it's scary because it's going to be the first one but just like her name's Jessie. She's the best ever. I love her. But just like Jessie says, like, okay, this is really hard. And I mean, she doesn't say this, but her gratitude 
this is really hard what's happening, but how remarkable that like you have a roof over your head and you get to like Mm -hmm. do the elf on the shelf with the boys and like they're still believing in the magic and because I feel like I know we're going on about Christmas for so long we're like oh anyways wrap it up but um when Link goes to school is there like any talk about I don't know I thought there would be this year for sure but nothing that you've heard it seems like his friends are on the same page as him right now. So Oh, that's so good. It's really good. I yeah. hope it's like carrying out longer. Cause I, I feel know. like when I was like seven, people started trying to like get in your ear about it. Just the kids that Well, even Logan last year, like I thought for sure he'd be done because I thought Logan would find like figure it out before Link. Um, because when we did the elf on the shelf last year, Logan the boys like come strutting downstairs all excited and Logan looks at him and goes, That's not real. <laughs> Logan. And Link's like, Logan, don't say that. He's like, well, look at it. It's not real. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then like the next day we did something else and he's like, mommy, come on. Like he just, I was like, he just was like, you're being ridiculous. And then a few weeks later, he's like, mommy, obviously Santa's not real. Right. And no I was like, what are you talking? Yeah. And then, and then he just kind of got over it and didn't bring it up anymore. Well, he didn't crack. So he's probably just like, just okay, I guess true. he is. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, I felt like I was going to say something else on the topic of Santa. I don't remember. Santa. Such Santa. a funny dude, eh? Like... <laughs> he is such a funny dude. We love Santa. Oh, uh... my God. Just such a magical... Ugh, it's so... I wish I could believe in Santa. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. That I think it's so remarkable that, like, no matter what differences people have, no matter, like, what's going on in the world everyone comes together and lets children believe that Santa Claus is real. Like, yeah, I think just that's like, so magical. Yeah, it is magical. Or just like that, there's magic in this time of year, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool. But anyways, we can actually wrap up our Christmas talk now because we've yeah, been going on about that forever. That was a lot. Um, but we also wanted to talk about like how important it can be to surround yourself with like really good people this time of year. Mm-hmm. And especially like, I feel like it's like quote unquote cuffing season, like for the younger generation. I don't know if this is something so much that like our generation or like people our age really experience, but I feel like a lot of people get into maybe like poor relationships. Hmm. Just because they're lonely? Just because they're lonely. Or they want to like be with someone this time Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And you and I were talking about before we started recording the podcast, how much like fulfillment we find in each other. Because like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you and I, <laughs> this thing we Me got going you. on here, um, and that's not even really related to Christmas, but it's just kind of a segue of, um, like surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so important. Mm-hmm. It's because again, like we've said so many times, energy is contagious, negative or positive. Yeah, and even if you're in a work environment and like this is a tricky one because you can't really control that too much Mm -hmm. but if you're in a work environment and everyone around you is super super negative and you are trying to high or keep that high vibration you're gonna naturally just like take it down a few notches oh yeah just naturally not even meaning to it's just it's just the nature of everything that's just how it works Mm -hmm. so if you are very specific and cautious of who you surround yourself around your life will change oh my god it changes your life and Obviously, like, Luke is an incredible partner, and I love him so much, but (laughs) that didn't need to end with a but. (laughs) But, like, in Chantel, I have somebody that, like, it is the most judgment-free zone. 
relationship with any type of person I have ever had before. Like we have like so seriously said to each other, mm-hmm. I could tell you seriously, like not even people use this as a joking thing, but like if I killed somebody, <laughs> I could literally call you and be like, Chantal, I killed somebody. I don't want to tell anybody and I need to figure out what the fuck to do. And obviously, you know, that's not right. Like but it's I not right even for you to kill somebody. Be like, okay, You'd be go. like, okay, then like, let's figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Of course. And I feel like having, I'm so fortunate to have a relationship like I do with Luke and he's so understanding and so wonderful too, but I know. (laughs) But But, I just want to like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not happy in my relationship because that's not the case at all. I just mean that (laughs) I'm dying because it's like, you're confessing your love to me. Like Luke, I love you. This is my wife. This is my wife. It's like, I, um, no matter what happens, yeah. No matter what happens at work, obviously work gets to me and I get really stressed mm-hmm. out about it. Having people that I know love me regardless of whatever happens just makes everything better. It's like if I feel like I'm doing a bad job at work or I'm really overwhelmed and really stressed out and I'm like, I'm not going to get this done in time. What if I get fired? It's like, oh, Luke and Chantel love me no matter what, though. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to care that I get fired. And, like, I don't know if this is making any sense. It, it does to me. Yeah. Because um, you get it. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm like, it does to me. It doesn't really matter. Yes. No, but, like, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. you've gotten to a point in your life where you do have those core people mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what you do. Because I remember being in a point in my life where I had a lot of friends. I had a lot, a lot of friends. I, I don't even like to say the word friends. Like big quote. flex. <laughs> no, it's Just not no, because I was, I felt very judged all the time. Exactly. So when I had this big group of friends, I was like, Ooh, what's this person, this person, this person going to think though, if I go and pursue this or, Oh, if I fall and don't make it in whatever dream I'm talking about right now, what are they going to think of me? I was so concerned about what a, B and C were going to think where now it's like, Meg, I've, I, you know pff, every little last drop about mm-hmm. me. You know, like, all the really bad things that have happened in my life and all the really great things. And you've been through a lot of roller coasters with me, and you're still just, like, you don't even bat an eye. Oh, my God, I don't even... And, like, you've said to me so many times, and you would... I'm just fortunate enough to not have had to go through very much turmoil in the in the amount of time that we have been so close which is the only reason i'm saying this is because you've said to me like you've thanked me so much for being there for you oh and you gosh. know what whenever i go through things i do the same for you and we mm-hmm. both have the same response that mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like i'm being there for you like no i, kn- I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about i feel like we're now speaking our own language for anybody that doesn't I have know. a relationship like this but even it still, exists. like we will, it, it exists. exists. Like and friendships like, like this exist, and I truly think that everyone is deserving of it, and everyone needs. It's like a relationship. Don't settle until you find a friend mm-mm. like Meg. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm-mm. Uh, no, don't but no, like truly, I had no idea. I, you would see posts about or like we send each other so many things, mm-hmm. like just little written graphics on Instagram or whatever of like to my best friend, la la la, and then the mushies go, she's shit ever but I've seen all that stuff before before I was we had the relationship that we do and I was always just like oh that's just what that's yeah. whatever like yeah. people just like love each other yeah cool. like yeah. okay great like that doesn't actually exist mm-hmm. like there's nobody in your life that you actually feel 100% comfortable around or that you actually feel no judgment from like this is just whatever social media but like no 
I know. It's out there. It's true. And and sometimes, like, let me just say this. I think sometimes it just takes the one person in the relationship slash friendship, whatever, to be very vulnerable and, and raw. Oh, because yeah. Because that's what happened with us. Like, again, we've mentioned this before. We were best friends with someone else as well. And then all that happened. And then it's just the two of us. But in that time frame of it just narrowing down to you and I, like, I went through a life-altering moment mm-hmm. that, like, shook my world. And yeah. I wasn't even, like... A human being at the time like you saw me I was like a shell of a human mm-hmm. and I was in a really 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 dark place but I was allowing myself to be open and honest and show you that side of mm-hmm. me whereas you helped me pick up all the pieces and like if I wasn't in that state and comfortable enough to open up to you like that why are my eyes getting teary <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say not only like I, I know we've spoken about the other friends that we had to let go of but even before that, before we became close with her, you and I were friends for like four years yeah. and never like reached the depth that we are at now. And it was like you going through something really, really awful that like just brought us so close yeah, together. And that's what I mean by like, I really feel like everyone, not everyone, but if you're in a place to do it, be open and be raw and just like allow someone to help you go through something because mm-hmm. that's what really connected us and like find the people because I think another thing that really connects us to is we grow with each other right and a lot of us hold ourselves back from growing because we're scared we're gonna lose the people Mm -hmm. that know us now and know this version of us and like if you lose those people from growing into a better version of yourself they are so not your people no like I have lost I was going to say so many people. I haven't lost so many people, but I can definitely yeah, count on people. one hand a couple of people that I've lost from like growing into this version of who mm-hmm. I am now. But again, because I get so much fulfillment from our relationship, like it's whatever. Yeah. It's it's Me it too. truly I don't bat an eye at it at all. Like I 100% agree. And also we said this a few weeks ago that we have we have been like multiple people this year. <gasps> Oh, I don't even know if we said that. It was a post that it was I a post. sent you. Sorry, yeah. You're right. It was a post. We have been through like multiple yeah. versions of us this year. Like you and I have both grown into whole entirely different people. Yeah. It was one of those mushy gushy posts that I sent mm-hmm. you and it was like an end of the year like to my best friend. Yeah. And it was like we've loved so many different versions of each yes. other this year. Yes. And, and have we ever. It was like I've never seen that put into words. Mm-hmm. But it was like oh my god that is so true. So true. And like finding people that this is just like an ad campaign for finding like the good people <laughs> in your life. That's pretty much what we're doing right now. But um that like genuinely want the best for you. Mm -hmm. There are so many people that are so insecure and nervous about their own success that they don't want to see you succeed. So they might not, not that they don't want to see you succeed. They just feel like you succeeding is taking away from them being able to succeed in a way. Like it's a very like scarce mindset. Um, but they don't even realize they're doing that. That's just like how it is when people are insecure and whatever it may be. But finding someone that is genuinely so happy for your success and your happiness Mm -hmm. like it will change your life like frig don't settle no for people that don't like allow you to feel the most comfortable being exactly who you are and gosh that's in friendships relationships like any kind of relationship in general 
do not settle. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. No. Because you don't have to. But that's where, like, I feel like a lot of people get into these relationships that aren't the best for them because they don't have a good foundation. Right. And, like, your foundation should always be your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have that love and support elsewhere, you don't understand what that feels like and you won't go looking for that in a relationship. Like you, you are going to settle unknowingly because you're going to think that that's like the best that it gets. Yeah. So yeah, all this to pretty much say, just find some really good friends, find a Chantel (laughs) (laughs) and Merry Christmas. That's all. Literally. That's it. That's it. That's all. (laughs) We struggled so much to figure out what we were going to talk about today. And we're like, Christmas is around the corner and we also love each other so much. Yeah. And it was super fun to just like lightly touch on lightly i mean like uh, lightly. Lightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just a it was just a little switch but i liked it i liked it a lot and mm-hmm. like to try to remember again to bring the most amount of gratitude you can this holiday yeah. season yeah just love each other that's the moral of the story because i know mm-hmm. we got into it like mm, the holidays is not a happy time for everybody but like the idea is to reframe your mind to yeah. think about it in a different way so that it is a really grateful joyful time yeah and just try to like slow down Mm -hmm. slow down and like enjoy those moments if you have kids like listen to them laugh like Mm -hmm. hold them a little tighter and even like if you don't have kids do that with your siblings do Mm -hmm. it with your friends do it with your parents like all those things right Mm -hmm. take them out to bargaining like go do Mm -hmm. something fun like this is the youngest all of you are going to be right now. Mm. Like, especially your kids, if you want to think about it like that. Not that, like, well, oh, God, I don't want to put any more pressure on any parents. But, like, okay, just then, then us, do it for yourself. Then do it for like, yourself, because it's also the youngest you're going right. to be. I think, not that that hits even harder, but it, sh- it should in a way. Because, yeah. like, today is the youngest you will ever be. So, yeah, like, literally. let's go. Let's go. You know? <laughs> let's go! Yeah. This is the youngest we're ever going to be. Which is crazy thought to think about, but... But anyways, we will be back in about three weeks' mm-hmm. time. January 1st, look out for us. Yeah, and um, thanks so much for tuning in and chatting with us. And, well, not chatting with us, but listening to us chat. And um, we appreciate you guys so, so much. Have the best holidays. Practice gratitude. Be so... Just, just take it all in. Slow down. Be present. Put your phone down. Stop paying attention to what everybody else is doing. And just love the important people around you. And... Yeah, have an amazing holiday, whatever it is that you celebrate. And we'll talk to you in the new year. Bye. Bye, guys.